0: Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to another issue of Comic Book Tales. And today I want to talk about the multiverse. Um, If you're not familiar with that term, there's, in the Marvel Universe, you've got the 616, Earth 616, which implies that there were at least 615 other Earths prior to the mainstream Earth that we know. And it gets a little confusing throughout the multiverse. Just, just as a refresher, the Marvel Cinematic Universe does not take place in Earth 616, which I don't think most people know. Uh, It's not real clear. It's not been stated in the movies or in the comic books that this is different. It's just been with some interviews with different people associated with the MCU. So a lot of people don't understand that these are not what you see in the comic books is not what you see on the screen. They're the same characters, sort of, kind of, with different experiences, sort of, kind of. And we talked about this a little bit in the past. But I I was listening to uh, NerdSync um, recently, and they they were talking about the fact that there's over a million alternate Earths in the Marvel Universe. And that got me thinking, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, Because in one sense, it's overwhelming to most readers, to most listeners. It's overwhelming to think that there's that many other places that these characters exist or could exist, and that much more backstory you might have to know to understand them. That doesn't take into account any of the alternate realities, uh, because that's another thing that I'm not sure is real clearly delineated. So, let me give you an example of an alternate reality. The Age of Ultron. Not the movie, the Avengers Age of Ultron, but the brief time in the Marvel Universe in the last two years, the Age of Ultron Universe, which was a divergence from a 616 at a certain time because you had Wolverine going back in time to try to kill Hank Pym, to try to prevent Ultron from existing, and that's just a big big mix-up and mess-up. Uh, so those things, that's an alternate reality, which could be painted as an alternate Earth, could be both, could be one, could be the other. Um, Onslaught in the 90s when the entire Marvel universe was taken over by This being from um, Charles Xavier. That was another alternate reality, but could be an alternate Earth. And I think that's where the confusing part comes in. Because if you talk to a general person who's reading comic books, they're reading what's in front of them. I know I do. I read what's in front of me, and I go, okay, that's cool. There's a chronological order. This was what happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever. And it goes linearly through. When you throw time travel or alternate realities or alternate universes into the mix, what you think you know isn't necessarily accurate. And I think that confuses people. It does, it does sometimes to me. Uh, a perfect example currently is Angela, the Assassin of Asgard. Angela was a creation from a different comic company... The rights were purchased by Marvel, and she somehow made an appearance now into the Marvel Universe from an alternate reality, and we've given her a backstory that she's uh, Thor and Loki's presumed dead sister, uh, and she's actually Asgardian, and it's very it's very confusing to I think a lot of people. they've changed the title a couple times and trying to get some footing it it introduces a character that doesn't make a lot of sense in what you know but maybe there's enough backstory there to make it interesting and I think that's the problem we come across you can only go so far with the characters you have in the stories you have and every time you build upon that character you are bringing along that baggage if you will from previous decades so at some point it becomes unwieldy you can't from a continuity standpoint, and we've talked about continuity before, if you if the continuity doesn't fit, you suddenly either have to create a new character, create a new backstory, create a new timeline, create a new universe to accommodate that different story. You know, Wolverine's origin, multiple times. Uh, Captain America, sort of, kind of, multiple times. You, if, you, if you get stuck in that way, you, new writers chafe at the idea that I have to keep the same thing as a backstory for these people. I can't move them forward the way I want to, so I want to create a different universe. Now, that doesn't mean in those million alternate Earths that there's actually been stories told about them. They may have been referenced. They may have been discussed somewhere in a book saying, yes, there's this number, and uh, ideally if you say there's one million alternate Earths and you've only talked about five of them, then that assumes there's other ones. So if you say this is Earth 1 million, then there's obviously whatever subset of that is still to be discussed. So it, it can be confusing. And I I like the freedom that these artists and authors have, writers have for creating these alternate universes. But it becomes a little unwieldy. It becomes very unwieldy. Um, and I think it, it needs to be controlled there has to be somebody overseeing this whole thing and keeping it, and that's what the editor-in-chief is supposed to do. But too often, you you, you clamp on a bunch of parts, and then sometimes it doesn't always work the way you would hoped it would. And that's that can be a problem. That can, for me, it can be a problem. So here's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see the paring down of alternate universes. Now, DC did this, and they kind of collapsed a lot of their stuff. And Marvel's kind of done that with the Secret Wars, introducing Spider-Man 2099 and bringing Miles Morales into the MCU. And we'll see how that pans out when the whole Secret Wars thing actually ends. But it it does make you think, okay, if we compare this down, yeah, there can be a million, but we don't need to talk about a million. We only need to talk about some key ones. Um, The whole Secret Avengers uh, Illuminati thing, it was getting old for me, just constantly, oh there's another Earth, okay another Earth, another Earth, it, it became ad nauseum other Earths, that were just kind of like ours sort of, but we just had to destroy them, because they were we were the main Earth, and we're more important than they're not, it, it just got a little bit old, so I would definitely like to see some of that, pared down into a manageable level, don't just create another alternate Earth, because it's convenient, have a reason for creating it, have a purpose for, behind creating it, not just because I don't want to do anything else, and this is simple, so that would be my suggestion, as far as the alternate realities, I kind of like that, um, because I'm a fan of the what-if, and when I, the what-if was a comic book that was published over multiple versions in the Marvel Universe, and it really looked at certain events in the Marvel Universe, what happened if... What happened if the Hulk went berserk? We talked about that in an issue of uh, Who's Stronger. What happened if Tony Stark became a spy uh, or a traitor to his country or Steve Rogers became president? Some things like that. And it started in the 70s, and it ran in different volumes through the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s, but it was it, it ran out of stories. you know. It kind of petered out, and I think they'll bring it back eventually when there's enough stories to make a run of it, maybe 12, 20, 15 issues, I don't know. But something like that would be worthwhile. And I like that because I like the what if. I like alternate history. I like what would have happened had, you know, we all think about what if Hitler had been killed as a child? Would we have had World War 2 Don't know. That's why you're upholder to history. Uh, Harry Turtledove is a great author about alternate history uh, in a book called Guns of the South. If you haven't read it, you should. It was an excellent book. But it, it posited some things you're like, Hmm, I never thought of it that way. What if this had happened? What could have occurred? Stuff like that interests me, and I think the what if thing interests me in an isolated incident. like a short story. What if is fine? Novels of what if start to get a little dragged on, and maybe they're not as interesting as they could be. Uh, You get into a series. It starts to get a little bit much. Um, You start to forget where it came from, and it's now that's the reality for you. So it's really whatever you're reading is your reality. And maybe that's part of the problem I have. I like the mainstream Marvel. I'm still going to equate the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the Marvel Comic Universe, even though they are I've been told they're not the same. Doesn't, I can't not think that way. I see Iron Man, I think of Iron Man. I think of all the history of Iron Man. Uh, I see Captain America, I think of all the history of Captain America. The, the same thing for me happens regardless, because I've got so much backstory. So it's hard to separate the two. And that's just my own issue. I have to deal with it, and I have. But some people can't. So it makes it harder to jump into the Marvel Universe or the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the alternate realities. I think taken as a whole, if you can take Onslaught as as what it is, I think you'll enjoy it. You read all those books, maybe you won't enjoy all of them, but you'll enjoy most of them. Same thing with Age of Ultron. If you can take it as what it is and still have your mainstream, you're okay. It's when the mainstream is superseded by the alternate that it gets a little confusing when you're jumping back and forth in time. And that's something I have struggled with, you know, whether it's watching the Terminator movies or watching time travel of any kind. When you interact, you suddenly change something and it it, it affects the future. And I don't see that as much in the Marvel Universe. When mortise travels through time or... Khan Con the Conqueror travels through time. It doesn't seem to affect the future. It only seems to affect the present. I mean, that's just because we don't understand time travel the way we should. But it it, it, uh, it does make it a little interesting. So that's my take on that. I'm okay with a limited number of alternate universes, a limited number of alternate um, realities. Uh, but a million seems a little bit of an overkill to me. And I hope that they can pair this down with Secret Wars into something more manageable and understandable and at least recognizable as what it is. So that's what I want. Hopefully you, you have your own thoughts on that, and maybe you can share those with me. Uh, HannahTreeProductions.com, HannahTreeProd on Twitter, and info at HannahTreeProductions.com if you want to send me an email. So check it out. Uh, look forward to talking to you next time. I'm Chad. Goodbye.